be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. This is your host, R.C. Norman. Consider yourself renewed. Welcome, welcome, my family and friends, to another week on The Renewal. Listen. I'm so grateful that you have taken the time out to join us here once again on this week. As always, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I'm so grateful for your time. I truly am so grateful um, that you have chosen to listen to us, to this podcast, and that you share this with your family and friends. At all times, let's let's always be mindful to give thanks unto God because he is the reason that we live, we move, and we have our being. He truly is, and he has brought us from a mighty long way. So many people has lost their lives just this year alone, last year. Um, so many have. Um, it's just an honor to be able to be counted amongst the land of the living. It truly is. So I don't want to prolong the time. I want to talk about um, something this week that is vital for every believer, every believer. And we all need it. And I believe it's the greatest guy, a great guy that we have. Um, let's talk about it. Let's go here. So if you look at it, we all. So wisdom is the mind of God revealed. This is what wisdom is. And God wants us to walk in and have wisdom. He does. But we have to yield ourselves to the voice of wisdom. Yes, there is a voice. She, The Bible says that she is a voice crieth in, that crieth in the streets. And so we must hearken our ear unto her. Watch this. Knowledge is good. But you have to understand that there is a vast difference between knowledge, which means having the facts. This is knowledge. You have the facts of a situation or something. And wisdom, watch this. Wisdom is the ability to apply those facts to your life. So we can amass all the knowledge, but without wisdom, our knowledge is useless. It becomes useless. So we have to learn how to live out what we know. So I'm I'm telling you, you can have you could be knowledgeable about a situation all you want to. You can have knowledge of how to make money. But if you are not wise in how you spend the money, then you will soon lose that which you have. You must ask God for wisdom. And I'm not talking about the wisdom of a man or wisdom of the world. I'm talking about chakma, which is God's wisdom. This is the wisdom in which we must seek God for, because this is wisdom that will allow us to see God in every aspect of our lives. I want to uh, touch this here. You have to understand that God wants his people to be wise. This is God's intention. His intention for, for the very foundation of the world was for men to be wise. There are two kinds of people who portray two contrasting paths of life. It's the fool that is wicked, stubborn. This person hates and ignores God. The wise person, though, they, they learn how to seek God and to know him and love him. These are two contrasting 
different people. Yes, a fool and a wise person. When we choose God's way, he then begins to grant us wisdom. His word, the Bible will lead us to a to a right to a right life and it will give us right relationships and we will have the ability to make right decisions because of wisdom. Also, in our relationships, you have to ask God for wisdom even pertaining unto relationships because you have to understand this that wisdom would teach you it would give you advice on how to lead your relationship and how to be in a relationship whether it be with friends family members or co-workers in every relationship we must show love we must show dedication and high moral standards which wisdom would teach us how to do these things to relate to people we need to be consistent in our discipline to use the wisdom that God gives us. If we don't treat others according to the wisdom that God gives us, then our relationships will most certainly suffer. They absolutely will. We absolutely have to be wise and also in what we say and what we say and how our attitude is to other people. We have to be wise even in this because people are watching us. They are watching our every move. They are listening into what we say, especially if we confess to be a believer. We have to be wise in how we walk amongst people. We have to be wise in our speech and we have to use self-control. We have to. Temperance is a gift of the spirit. We have to use uh, self-control in even what we say, what we allow to come out of our mouths. So. Let's go into the word of God. I want to touch Proverbs 1 because we are going to be dealing with wisdom here. And I think this is something that we should um, harp upon. This is something that we should always pray for every single day. You should pray and ask God for wisdom. Let wisdom be your guide. Wisdom will guide you from making a wrong turn. Wisdom will guide you from making a bad decision. Wisdom will will teach you and lead you pertaining unto your business. Wisdom will, the wisdom of God will allow you to uh, forfeit all of these headaches that you endure in your life. It's the wisdom of God. We have to learn how to eat the wisdom and we have to learn how to lean on God's wisdom. Let's go here. Let's see what the Bible says. I love Solomon. I love him because the Bible says that he was one of the most wisest men in the Bible. And he he began to ask God for understanding and wisdom. And God gave him wisdom. He gave him wisdom at a young age. Look here. The Proverbs of Solomon. Proverbs 1. Verse one, we're going to read this. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice and judgment and equity, to give subtly to the simple, to the young man, knowledge and discretion, discretion. A wise man will hear and will increase learning And a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. Listen, a wise man will want to hear instruction. A wise man will want to seek out wise counsel. This is what it means to be wise. If you lack 
understanding in in a certain area or certain situation in your life, then wisdom would tell you to seek out counsel for someone who has been through or someone who's as overcame or someone who is older, who has experienced the same thing that you may be going through. It's just wisdom. And there's nothing wrong with seeking wise counsel. To understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings, watch this. Verse 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and destruction. You know, what to me, one of the most annoying types of people is a know-it-all person. They have a dogmatic opinion about everything and they are close to anything that is new. They, are abs- they absolutely are. They think that they know it all. And the Bible here, Solomon began to call this kind of person a fool. So we should never be a know-it-all, think that we have all the answers. Instead, we must be open to the advice of others, especially those who know us very well. And watch this. They can give us valuable insight and counsel. Here it is. We must learn how to learn from others and remember that only God knows it all. Only God knows it all. And also in this age of information, knowledge is plentiful. But I found out that wisdom is very scarce. A lot of people, uh, they fail to have wisdom, but you could get knowledge from anywhere. There's is so much information now, especially in this top technology age, especially in this age where you can just go to Google and you can search pretty much anything. We Everything is right. We have access to everything in our life. It's right in the grasp of our hands and we can absolutely grab it now. Anything we have access to, the uh, people don't a lot well a lot of people don't go to the library anymore but some people do but there's so many books even in the library and encyclopedias there's so much vast knowledge that we can obtain but it's wisdom is far more better than even knowledge because you can have knowledge all the knowledge in the world but if you don't have wisdom in how to use this knowledge then it will mean absolutely nothing for the, the Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of this knowledge and fools will despise wisdom and instruction because the fool think they know it all. And so when wisdom comes and someone in one gives them instruction pertaining unto something, automatically that fool going to say, nah, I know how to do this. I do, I do not need your help or I'm not don't want your advice. This is a foolish way to uh, walk. This is a foolish thing to even say out of your mouth. God's view and the world's view of success contrast vastly. Um, I'm always being mindful of God's views of success. And his view of success is having a good reputation, moral character, and the spiritual devotion to obey him. All of our resources, time, and talents come from God, so we should strive to use them wisely. Wisdom is also the ability to discern and comprehend the words of understanding and insight. One can be full of knowledge, but lack wisdom in how to carry out what you may know. The first step in attaining wisdom is to fear God, which means to honor and respect him, to live in all of his raw power. 
we have to respect God and live in respect of him in his raw power. This is what it means to fear God. And when one rejects the counsel of wisdom and do not adhere to her correction, watch this. She would then begin to laugh at your calamity. Okay, you don't believe me? Let's continue to read. Let's continue to go here. My son, hear the instruction of thy father and forsake not the law of thy mother. For they shall be an ornament of grace unto thy head and chains about thy neck. Hey, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, as well as share with others. Thank you. Let's go down to verse 20. Verse 20, chapter 1, verse 20. It says here, this is the voice of wisdom. Now, this is wisdom talking. Wisdom crieth without. She uttereth her voice in the streets. She crieth in the chief place of concourse, in the openings of the gates, in the city. She uttereth her words, saying, How long, ye simple ones, will ye love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will part my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. Because I have called and ye refuse, I have stretched out my hand and no man regard it. But ye have said it not all my counsel. This means you have ignored all of my counsel and with none of my reproof. I will also laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh as desolation and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind. When distress and anguish come upon you. Then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For they that hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. Oh, my God. This is wisdom talking. This is wisdom saying, because you have rejected me, because you have rejected my words, you didn't even want my counsel. You didn't like my correction because of this. When your calamity come, wisdom says, I'm going to laugh at it. Wow. And a lot of people like to say that God is just this lollipop God. God loves me. God forgives me. Yes, he does all of this. But he still is an angry God. He still is a terrible God. And he's a God that will laugh at your calamity. He will. Wisdom says, I will laugh at your calamity. This is the spirit of wisdom laughing at you because you have rejected wisdom. You have rejected it. You didn't allow wisdom to reprove you, to correct your life because wisdom have called, but you refuse to answer the call of wisdom because wisdom is crying out to the streets. It's looking for someone to answer. Wisdom is saying, how long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity, the simplicity of life, the things that do, do not matter? How long will you scorn? How long will you hate knowledge? This is what wisdom is saying. And then Watch this. Wisdom is saying when fear cometh, when your desolation and destruction cometh, when your back is against the wall, then you would want to call upon wisdom. But wisdom will not answer you. You will see early and you won't be able to find her. So it's vital. It's vital that we eat wisdom. This picture of wisdom here of shouting in the streets is to me a, per a personification 
of a literary device to make wisdom that comes alive for us. It absolutely does. Wisdom is not a separate being. As I stated earlier, it is the mind of God revealed. This is what wisdom is. And so we have to understand that wisdom is something that God wants to use in our life. He wants us to follow wisdom because wisdom can instruct us in how to live our life. Wisdom, it can instruct us how to live a life that's pleasing unto God. And pride absolutely want to take our life. So God is more willing to pour out his wisdom to us. God wants to um, release his wisdom unto us. This is what he wants to do to receive his advice. We must be willing to listen, refusing to let pride stand in our own way. Pride is thinking more highly of our wisdom and desires than of God's. If we think we know better than God or feel we have no need of God's direction, then we have just then fallen into foolish pride. Yes, it's foolish pride to think that we know it all. So we have to absolutely adhere to wisdom. And I love the book of Proverbs because Proverbs, it actually teach us. Proverbs means to rule or govern. And this means to give advice for governing our lives. Proverbs is a book of wisdom. If you lack wisdom, begin to study the book of Proverbs. Proverbs will lead you into wisdom. It will open up wisdom until you like you never have seen it before. But when you receive wisdom, allow wisdom to work in your life. When you hear wisdom, adhere to the voice of wisdom. Do not reject it. You can't afford to reject wisdom, especially in this hour, because we are living in the last hour and we need wisdom. If never we needed wisdom before, we need it now. We need the wisdom of God. And I'm not speaking of the wisdom of the world or man's wisdom. I'm not talking about Sophia. I'm talking about Chakba, which means God's wisdom. I'm talking about the wisdom of God. We must pray for his wisdom every single day. God, give me wisdom. God, I need more wisdom. And the Bible says if we ask for wisdom, then he will give it to us. He absolutely will give it to us. This is what the word of God says. So if any man lack wisdom, the God said, ask for it and he shall give it to you. So if you know you need wisdom in any area of your life, ask for I ask God for wisdom pertaining unto every decision I make unto every every day I ask God for wisdom this must be a daily habit in your life seeking God asking God for more wisdom hallelujah hallelujah listen I love you to life may God bless you please do me a huge favor share this with your family and friends let them know about your renewed experience and I pray for more wisdom in your life I pray for more grace in your life may God bless you until this next week shalom now this is my most favorite part of the show and I am so excited I like to call this part the renewed experience because it's at this moment where you are presented with an opportunity and an experience to accept Jesus Christ as Lord. You are now presented with the opportunity to live a new life, to be renewed, to be born again. Wow, what an honor to be chosen, called by Jesus. The Bible states in Romans 10 and 9 that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in our heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So this is the first step in order to receive salvation. But you have to confess it out of your mouth and you have to believe it in your heart. 
But first we have to do the first step And that's confessing and believing And allowing him to enter into our heart So if you would I'm going to pray a prayer But I need you to repeat after me And say dear God I know that Jesus is your son And that he died on the cross And was raised from the dead And because I am a sinner And need forgiveness I ask you, Jesus, to come into my heart. I am willing to change the direction of my life by acknowledging you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior and by turning away from all of my sins. Thank you for giving me forgiveness. Thank you for giving me eternal life. And most importantly, thank you for saving my soul. Now, Jesus, I believe that you are the Savior and I believe that I am saved. I am saved, I am saved. Come on, hallelujah. The angels rejoice when one coming to the king. Now, if you have made this decision, please reach out to us on our website at rcnormanministries.org or you can email us at rcnormanministries at gmail.com or either on our Facebook or Instagram at rcnormanministries. We would love to know about your decision and we would love to keep you on our prayer list as well as pray that you will be filled with the most precious gift of the Holy Ghost. We are so excited. This is the best decision that you could have ever made. Now you will live your best life. You thought you had new life, but you will never experience life like this. And that's why I like to call it. Please, please, please subscribe as well as leave us a review. Also, leave us a rating, preferably five stars. And also, do me a huge favor. Share it with your family or friends. Don't be selfish. Don't hog it all to yourself. Share with them the grace you have received, which is called 